Quick, when you think of Nike, what do you think of? Just do it, right? Sometimes a swoosh, which by now is a stand-in for the slogan. I think of going for it, not being stuck in your head or held back by excuses or by anyone else. Just shooting your shot. Now, what do you think of when you think of Adidas or Reebok or Allbirds? They're all sneaker brands. They all make good shoes that cushion your feet and protect your knees when you're running and jumping and doing whatever we do when we wear kids. But they all promise different transformations. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories. Write copy that feels good. It's the no-fluff copywriting podcast that teaches you to write copy you can feel good about and gets you more clients along the way. I'm your host, Jayati Bora, and I'm here to give you a shot of masala for your writing, a way for business owners like you to write copy your way, in your voice, with practical writing tips you can put into action right away. Let's find your words together. just joining in, this is the second episode of a mini-series about all the things you need to do before you start writing a single word of copy. Last week, we covered voice of customer, and if you haven't listened to that yet, you'll want to go and check it out. It's crucial. This week, we're going to talk about the core transformation your product or service promises. Now, this is a little more foundational than the actual words you'll use, because this deals with messaging. And you need to know what your message is before you can search for the words to convey that message. Make sense? Now, almost everything we sell or buy has more than one selling point to it. Like just yesterday, I bought mask extenders, also called ear savers, on Amazon. Those are those little straps that sit at the back of your head that you can hook your mask loops into, and that way the loops won't irritate your ears. There was the one that was made in the UK with a soft fabric so you wouldn't feel the weight and it used Velcro, it was all black. There were some rubber and elastic ones that I didn't really investigate. And then there was the one that I bought, which was made of silicone. It contained four pieces in one packet that were all adjustable and it had four different colors. The British made one and the silicone one were the two main competitors for my business. And there were several differences between them, right? One was the fabric or material, another was the heaviness or weight, there was the color or lack of it, the number of pieces, the British one had one extender per packet, the other one had four, one was the grip, one was, you know, where it was made. And all of that information was there in the fine print if you scroll down, which I did. Now, maybe a random product on Amazon isn't the best example for core transformation because they're not that concerned about messaging. In fact, if you look at the name of the product, it's actually a gobbledygook of keywords that are clearly there for SEO purposes. They don't make any sense. And if you asked me what was the name of that silicone extender you bought, I would have no idea. But if the silicone mask extender company were trying to do this messaging exercise for themselves, one thing that they could do to make themselves stand out was focus on the main transformation that they were promising their customers. And that is the answer to the question, what will you get when you buy this mass extender? 
they all promise to alleviate discomfort over the years. So clearly that's not enough. So let's look at the other factors. It comes in a pack of four, so it's inexpensive. They're made of silicone, so they grip the back of your head securely. They're reusable. They're all different colors. And they're adjustable, so they can be used by kids and adults. Now, that's a lot of benefits, right? If you were selling on Amazon, maybe you would try and stick them all in there. Maybe you would even do it in the product name. But if you were a brand trying to distinguish yourself from the others with your messaging and your copy, then you would pick one core transformation. What's the one line, the one promise, the one change your customers will get when they buy your product? If you're Nike, the core transformation is that when you put on a pair of Nike shoes, it'll give you the courage to just go for it, to just do the thing that you've been wanting to do. If I were writing copy for the silicone mask extender company, I might combine two or three of those things and write something like one purchase for the whole family. Everyone gets their own color, so it doesn't get mixed up. Each one can be adjusted so that it fits children and adults both. And they're usable. So literally, you just need to make one purchase for the whole family. And that line implies that it's not expensive. So that's a pretty hardworking promise, right? It's capturing three, maybe even four of the benefits of the product in a single promise. One purchase for the whole family. Let's take another example. Let's make up an example. Let's say you're a life coach. You're a life coach in a sea of other life coaches. And each and every single one of you are promising change in your clients' lives. Maybe life coach Amelia studied with Martha Beck. And life coach Amishi uses the power of tarot in her work. Maybe one is based in Chicago and the other one is in Cincinnati. But those are just the details. If you're a potential client who desperately wants something to change in their life, you're not going to care if it's going to happen through tarot or acupuncture or standing on your head. Right? You just care about getting the result, about getting that transformation. But how do you narrow down what that one core transformation is that you're selling? It's at the intersection of what the client wants and what you're amazing at. So we're going to do a little exercise here. If you are trying to nail down the core transformation of your program, you might want to hit pause here and go grab a pen and paper. Ready to do some brainstorming? Okay. So first, I want you to write down three to five things your client wants. Now in this life coach example, I'm going to suggest one, a way out of this dead end job, two, figuring out what to do with her life, three, having a better relationship with her body and food, four, being more patient with her children, and five, feeling more comfortable in her skin in social situations. I just made those up. You can write whatever you want or rather write whatever your client wants. So take a few minutes and jot down some things that your clients usually want. Done? Great. Now I want you to write down all the things that make you amazing at what you do. So again, in this life coach example, maybe you are patient and non-judgmental and approachable. So your clients kind of feel at ease with you right away. They trust you easily. Maybe you have a proven method that helps unlock your client's mindset about their lives. And that's the key to everything that comes next. Maybe you specialize in working with clients who are unhappy with their jobs. 
maybe you give your clients unusual homework assignments that lead to big breakthroughs. Maybe you work with a nutritionist to help clients with their relationship to food because that's a common challenge that your clients come to you with. Right? Okay, now it's your turn. Done? Excellent. Now let's turn those things that are about you and let's turn them into statements about your client. So in the examples that I just gave you, if you write that, okay, I am patient and non-judgmental, flip that around to center why your clients should care. So you change that to feel at ease with me right away. For the nutritionist example, change your relationship with food and unhealthy eating with one-to-one help from a trained nutritionist. Make sense? Great. Now, once you've done that, you will want to match up what your clients want with what you are offering as rewritten from your client's perspective. Do they match? Are you actually marketing a solution to a problem that your client isn't needing help with? If they match, that's great, you're on the right track. But if they don't, you will need to go back to the drawing board and make sure you're capturing what your clients want correctly. Those voice of customer interviews we talked about in the last episode should help with that. And you want to make sure that you are really the best solution to their problem. Okay. So let's see how the statements match in our life coach example. Not all of them match, but some of them do. So let's focus on those. Clients want help with their career. You specialize in that. Great. They want help with their relationship to food and their bodies. And you work with a nutritionist who can help them with that. Check. And they want to feel comfortable in their skin in social situations. You give out unusual homework that gives them breakthroughs. Now, this last one doesn't seem like it's a perfect fit. Because what you offer, the unusual homework, seems a bit broader than what they're looking for. Okay, so let's try and speak your customer's language. Voice of customer is crucial, remember. So you can tweak your answer to match the customer's needs. They currently feel uncomfortable in social situations. Well, your homework assignments will get them out of their comfort zone at parties. Or maybe you want to say that you're going to assign tasks that require them to talk to strangers and by the end of your time together, they'll be the life of the party. You see how you can tweak your messaging to match what your customer is looking for? And this is not sneaky or sleazy, by the way. You're not lying. You're not saying something that isn't true. You do give out those kinds of homework. You may also give other kinds of homework that the customer may not know is equally important to their development. They don't know what they don't know, right? but they do know that they want to chat comfortably at parties and that is one of the benefits of your homework. So talk about it. All right, at this point, you've done the exercises, you've matched up their needs and what you offer. Now you might have five or more statements there, but you can only have one core transformation. Why is that? It's not to say that you only offer one thing, but this is marketing and messaging and it's really hard to position yourself as the life coach who does X and Y and Z, but also A and B and C, and also K and K and go, right? So you run the risk of sounding like an Amazon post of SEO-friendly keywords that no one could possibly remember. So pick one, like Nike, and just do it. And by the way, you can do the same set of exercises for your company as a whole. I hope this episode has been helpful. We have one more to go in the mini-series about what to prep before writing a single word of copy. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss it. And if you're not already signed up for Chai in my inbox, which is my email newsletter, 
Why aren't you? I hang out in there twice a week, no breaks between seasons like the podcast, and I share copy tips, writing prompts, and funny stories from my life. And if you need help with your email marketing, if you're not sure that you're doing it right, I have a free checklist for you of 12 things you need to do before you send your next email. You can get it at cuttingchaistories.com slash 12 email components. That's 12 like a numeral, not spelled out, and I will put the link in the show notes. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. Until I see you again next Thursday, do your core transformation exercises.